why is there always one that's upside down? What are you talking about? <laughs> Just the uh, pop dolls. Funko Pops. Yeah, that's what they're called. That's called my children. Oh, you got a new one, don't you? Yeah, we'll have to put this on the TikTok on Obi-Wan. Instagram. Friend of the show, Xavier Miller. <laughs> Friend of the show, Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, my, my my brother from another mother. Oh. In fact, I told him when he comes up to visit. By the way, he's gonna be on the pod. He, he's got to. And he, big Black Panther fan. Oh, I'm down. Uh, he kind of looks like Black Panther. Oh, cool. Fair like enough. like him in the suit. Right. He oh. look he looks like the suit. <laughs> oh. Version of Black Panther. Very he, angular. He'll love that. He'll love that. Uh, uh, but he's his mom makes some killer baked mac and cheese. Ooh. Yeah. But yeah, he sent this up. This is General nice. General Kenobi. Shout Funko out. Pop. Yeah. So we have to put that on there. Also, are you guys fans of Parks and Rec? Uh, yes, I am. So uh, I randomly saw uh, Parks and Rec Funko Pops at Food City the other day. Food City. Yeah, it was like. A Janet Snake hole uh, <laughs> Funko Pop. I was like, I almost spent the $10 on it. Really? If I didn't know that, my wife was going to yell at me for spending $10 on something stupid. I get that. Also, uh, <laughs> I realized last week when we talked about my friend who has the cat named uh, Bellatrix. Yeah. I never gave my friend's name. Like, I never actually gave her a proper <laughs> shout out. Oh. So, shout out to Elizabeth. Shout out. <laughs> And I didn't bring up my cat. I also have a cat with a Harry Potter name. My cat's name is Lupin. And I understand the irony that I named a cat after a werewolf. And that's huh. kind of why I did it. Well done. Also, cool I cat. need to give shout outs to Grand Jan, who I found out listens to our show every week. Oh. Because Grand Jan loves me. She's <laughs> she loves she loves Joe and Wait. And I love Are Grand you saying Jan. Grand Jan like your grandma? Yeah, but she's not oh, like that's awesome. She's everybody's like Grand Jan's everybody's, you know. She's everybody's Grand Jan. Can she be my Grand Jan? Absolutely. I love you, Grand Jan. Grand Jan she can't is, be my Grand Jan because I have an Aunt Jan, and that's just ooh, gonna be kind of. She's my confusing. great aunt and my Aunt Jan, and so that'd be weird if I had a Grand Jan and a great Aunt Jan. <laughs> that's just a lot going through my mouth. I, I just can't spit it out. I can't say that fast. <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> well, we we love you, Grand Jam. <laughs> Sorry, I'm usually very professional in the intro, but that one got me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and Grand Jam, welcome back to and yet and Jan. <laughs> to yet another week of one nine hundred nerdy talk. Today, the boys are going to be doing some irresponsible speculation on Fantastic Beasts three. We'll be going back to the Chewbacca t- to the Chewbacca <laughs> cup of questions. We've not come up with an actual name for this segment. And we'll be releasing the results of our first ever draft. So stay tuned as we talk all of your dirtiest, nerdiest needs on 1900 Nerdy Talk. Guys, I'm so sorry. I usually like nail it. I I fell apart on that one. The Grand Jan comment was still just flowing through my mind. Like, what's so beautiful about the fact that she listens to the show is like, like my father and we we discuss like most of the stuff. She has no idea what we're saying. Sure, <laughs> but just because she loves me, she listens to the show. And that's, I love that so much. I love that. Uh, Jana, her daughter. I saw her this weekend. She was telling me about it, and it just made me so happy. So. 
Shout we, out, Grand Jan. We love you, Grand Jan. Fantastic. Shout out. And, and Aunt Jan. Aunt Jan as well. Aunt yeah. Jan, you too. I have an Aunt Jan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I do. I think she's still alive. That's who I'm named after. Jansen. Don't know where the T-S-O-N comes from. but Well, you could be I named get, Jan. I, I could. And Jan, son. But there's a sneaky T in there that... That sneaky teeth threw me off for dude three years. That throws everybody <laughs> off. That's a great rapper name. Also, sneaky teeth. <laughs> I realized part of the reason why I pronounced your name for so long was because I also spelt it wrong. So I thought it was J A. Yeah, that's the kicker. S T O N. So, so I was like, it's Janston. <laughs> He's like, no, it's really not. I'm like, I think I would know how to say your name. Okay. <laughs> Man. Uh, well, here we are, another week, another episode of One Nine Hundred Nerdy Talk. My favorite day of the week. Yeah, this makes Mondays good. Do you want to yeah. reset the timer? Crap. Sure. Nice. There it is. There, there we go. Is. You know, I kind of missed the beeping. <laughs> the beeping kind of <laughs> added to the you know the feel of the show. Um. Meep <laughs> meep. <laughs> Welcome to Thursday, everybody. Um, probably yet another exciting episode of Moon Knight that I'm going to geek out over. However, if you want to hear us geeking out over episode two, go back and listen to the bonus episode that we put out on Tuesday. It's a quick little shout out to our bonus episode of our review show. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you want to just pay us money, we don't have a Patreon, but... <laughs> but I'll I, drop my cash app somewhere. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and I'll tell you that it's part of our Patreon and I can FaceTime you or whatever they do to like give you like tiers of if you guys don't think I can't get a Patreon set up in 10 minutes you're wrong yeah so maybe we'll do a Patreon listen if you guys are interested in us starting a discord server so we can talk all these nerdy things discord server would be more nerdy stuff to talk about let us know because you know we can get one of those set up right away get a link to you guys and start chatting with our listeners I, I can't say this enough if you have the opportunity, get in the comment sections. Yeah. And because I, I promise you, I am waiting like with bated breath, ready to jump in that comment section and talk back to you. Like, <laughs> go to like, 1-900-NERDY-TALK on Instagram and let us know your thoughts. Yeah. Get an Apple reviews and ask questions. Yeah. I know that's not a good platform for questions. We don't care. We do things different here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and it's it's kind of interesting because... This is slight segue into our next topic, but we we posted the the poll like a voting process. Yeah, where last week we did the draft of a of a starting five lineup of a basketball team, and we posted that and um, about comments, and we had a lot of responses, a lot of interaction between people who I didn't even like people I didn't recognize. They were voting for different teams and had different ideas and stuff like that. And yeah. I thought that was super duper cool. And it blew up. Yeah. Mostly, a couple hours. Mostly because remaining because Brandon got desperate. Listen, <laughs> Brandon did get desperate again. What is begging? If not unpaid lobbying, okay. Brandon, why don't you explain what you did? Yes. All I did was bring attention to the post. That's all I did. Where'd you bring okay. attention to? I mean, it may have been my all things reconsidered Discord <laughs> server. Yeah, the the Discord server of you, Joey, and all of your fans from your <laughs> other podcast. Are you saying like a group of people who are waiting for you to post in there? <laughs> Listen, give the people what they want. They want me to post in there. 
I also, but here's the thing. Here's where it backfired. I also posted on my Facebook page and somebody else voted for Dr. J <laughs> who doesn't know Dr. J and I've known him for lineup. 20 years. I had a better lineup, but that's fair. This is a lot of stalling. Joe, do you have the official results? I do have the official results. Do we results. have a drum roll sound? Well, bef- before before we read the results. That I, means I have time for a drum roll. You do have, yeah, you take find you a drum roll. Um, I think it would be nice if I, we, I read through a few comments that was uh, directed, yes. <clears throat> directed at, well, some of this was directed at us. Uh, some of this was directed between us. Uh, <laughs> we'll start with, uh, I think this was, this was directed at me. Uh, he said, by the way, your team has three psychopaths, a 16-year-old, and a robot. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably definitely yours, uh, your team. That was directed at me. This uh, came from me uh, to somebody in the room. Uh, you can use Groot as a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a multi-purpose threat. Uh, there was uh, this was thrown out there. We were talking about uh, having money to to buy off Killmonger because you know he's just money hungry. Yeah. And I said, well, well, if you listen closely, I just bought off Killmonger, and <laughs> you're currently a player down. And this person may or may not have. <laughs> Responded with, with what money? I have a billionaire. <laughs> and I said, well, Stan can just draw some money and it'll appear. So there it is. Uh, Tom. And then Brandon. Not freaked that out. Stan. Whatever. Stanley the Watcher, not the MCU creator. Oh, sure. Man. Well, sorry, not even MCU. You didn't create the MCU. Continue. Okay. So Father Thomas uh, did bring up that he would like to see Hulk take a charge from Thanos. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool. Um, Some LeBron slander in there, which was well deserved. A lot of, a lot of, well, I say a lot of people. There was just a lot of comments from one person in particular uh, about Captain America. I'm about assuming. Captain America, <laughs> friend of the show, and our pastor uh, Cole Burks. Shout out, shout out, uh, who will be coming on the show in the near future. By yeah. the way, to discuss all kind of who knows thing. what we're going to discuss. Knows. I'm excited about it though. Uh, it, he is not a Cap fan <laughs> at all. And said, uh, you know, a few things were thrown out there about why you would even bring him in. And, and I said, you know, at some point, Brandon's team's going to find out that Cap has kept a dark secret for the first three quarters, <laughs> and they're all going to turn on him. Uh, but at which Father Thomas did say that Cap's mercies are new every morning. <laughs> um, some <laughs> Cole did <laughs> mention that he'd rather have a trash panda than Cap. Uh, but we did all agree that Jansen's coach pick is trash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've not gotten one positive comment on that. No, I have had I've have had one positive <laughs> comment. Only From yourself. One, but one, yes. Well, there there was this comment that somebody'd rather have rather have seen uh the alligator version of Loki than have Cap on their team. Uh and then my personal favorite though was uh in regards to having Groot, um, was basically you have basically you have Rudy Gobert in tree form. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty good. Pretty, pretty solid. Good. Pretty but good. with all that being said, uh, you want to throw the drum roll up there, Brandon? You made a real made a real late push. You made a late push, Brandon. I did. You even got uh, the vote of. 
Crypto Comics. Shout out Crypto Shout Comics. Shout out to Rocky, which by the way, guys, Crypto Comics is back, back open. open. Let's yeah. go. As of as of this Monday, they were back open and, and cooking. They I'll got be books. going in to get some new books. Got about two, three weeks worth of books you guys need to go buy up. So Crypto's back open and Rocky being a big Groot and... Uh, Doctor Strange fan. That's what I'm talking about. Gave some love to Brando. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, when the comic book shop owner votes for your team, that's all I'm saying. However, that's what I'm gonna say. However, Doctor J took the win. He did yeah, take the win. Congrats, Doctor J. And gets the spicy. Do we have it? Do we have an applause yeah. sound effect in there somewhere? Uh, somewhere. Nope. That's not it. Nope. nope. There it is. Yay. Yay. I think it's about time that I Ladies learned those buttons. <laughs> It'd probably I, help if you made them different colors. Yeah, like I just wanted to thank the Academy <laughs> and my mom. Um, I'm just ri- <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Thank you for tuning in to another week of one hundred nerdy talk. All right, playing you off the stage. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, solid when people had some good, you know, some good thoughts on our teams, like uh, Bryson. Dr. J's brother did say that he would pick my team all day long if it was 15 years ago, yeah. Yeah. which is understandable. Um, we had some fun, uh, especially late late today. We had a late push of, of votes, and, and I was getting a lot of messages from people going, where do I vote? What do I do? Listen, at any time, jump on that Instagram. Get in any comment section. We're going to answer. Yeah. Uh, send direct message. We're going to answer. Get on our TikTok, which we have three TikToks up now, one nerdy talk Actually, four. You see that? one nerdy talk Talk. Like TikTok. T-O-K. Get on there. Interact, man. We, we yeah. are just, we are just jumping. Yeah. To, to, Trying to make uh, some content for you guys. You know, give some stuff for you guys to engage with and just have some fun talking yeah. about nerdy stuff. That's why we started this podcast. And if you guys have an idea that you would like us to base an episode off of, that was something that my brother Bryson, he just like suggested and we, we took it and like ran with it and yeah. really developed it into a full episode. So we'll give you full shout out on here. Full shout out. Unless it's garbage, then we probably won't do that. But, I mean, you guys are smart people. You guys are smart people. So, speaking of MCU drafts and whatnot, um, this is kind of a random topic, but I just thought of it. Who is your least favorite character in the MCU? If you had to pick a character that you just don't enjoy. Captain like, Marvel. Good good choice. Um, <laughs> can I t- talk about my least favorite scene in sure. the MCU instead? That scene where, okay... It's a scene in Endgame. I know why they made the scene, but it's the scene where Captain Marvel comes down, she gets the gauntlet from uh, Spider-Man, and Spider-Man's like, how are you going to get through all those people? Because, like, Thanos' army is right yeah. there. And then Captain, and then, like, all the females from the <laughs> MCU are like, don't worry, she's got help. It's like, homie, this person just entered the atmosphere and destroyed a giant spaceship. She don't need that help. was nuking everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what is this person? How is this lonely person from Wakanda gonna do anything to help this person? It's like, just, no offense, Pepper. You just put the suit on for like the first time today. Yeah, it's like, what are you gonna do? I, like, I get why they made the scenes. Like, yeah, female empowerment, sure, it's great. Sure. But it's like this whole thing where it's like what are you going to do to help this person? Yeah. She just destroyed the entire aerial fleet of Thanos himself. It's like, 
she's fine. She could win the entire fight by herself. And I just want to say that this was a completely unprompted question that I gave the guys. So the fact that we're all staying on the same <laughs> path here is lovely. Because one of my least favorite characters in the MCU is Jan Rog, who's also in Captain Marvel. <laughs> it's the, you know, it's the guy played by Jude yeah. Law. Such a, <clears throat> he's the personification of the audience and we don't care what you say about Captain Marvel. We're gonna we're gonna make it happen. Yeah, and not not to mention it's it's just it's a it's the worst surprise in the history of any time. Yeah. Like, oh, you mean he's double crossing somebody? Yeah. Right. And it's like didn't I, see that coming. Yeah, I don't like that character, but I do like a character that Jude Law plays much more. I knew you were and that do Albus that. Dumbledore. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about segues, baby. That was a good one. I knew you as soon as you said that. I'm like, he's about to do it. Yeah. So Jude Law stars in the Fantastic Beast series, which this weekend will be getting its third movie. Not last weekend. There was some not con- last weekend. There was some confusion. There was amongst some of us who Googled the release date, and I, which I was does say April sixth on Google. Yeah, it says that. So a bunch of us were like excited about seeing it last weekend. I don't know if that's like an international release or whatnot, uh, but I was yeah. like. They're like, oh, no, we're going to go see it this weekend. I was like, no, you're not. I think it's a special showing. Uh, like, For reviews, probably. Yeah. But mm-hmm. most sh- like most releases show the day of public release. Right, right. So I was all like, maybe they released it early internationally, like in the UK or whatever. We had such a busy weekend, and I'm, I was literally, I'm just, I'm sitting there Saturday morning going, how are we going to work this in? we got so much to yeah. do. And I need to watch this because we're going to we're gonna talk about it on the show. And Katie's like, Joe, the movie don't come out till." Yeah. What are you talking about? And then I mentioned something, and I think it was you in the group message that, uh, no, you're not. I've seen it this weekend, <laughs> yeah. actually. And then so we, we actually all played at a service uh, this past week together, and a friend of ours, Wes, a uh, friend of the show, Wes, shout out. Um, shout out. He's probably he, on the toilet listening to us. Probably. Right Just don't push too hard. It's not good for your health. Emily, if you're listening, hey. Hey, Emily. Hey, Emily. <laughs> shout out. Um, but shout yeah, out. so he made a comment. He's like, yeah, we're going to go see it this weekend. I was like, no, you're not. He's like, no, dude, it's it's like it released. I was like, no, it hasn't. <laughs> And he's like, no, we saw. I was like, I don't care what you saw. It's not come out yet. I was like, you think for one second I've not had a countdown going for this movie? Yeah, we were tricked. You're wrong. So I don't I don't know what the release date was. Anyways, that's besides the point. Um, if you are an international listener and you have already seen the movie, don't spoil it for me because I will cry. Um, I'm very excited for this movie. And I don't feel good about that. Like, I'm not proud of that, everybody. Uh, so you gotta, you're way too hyped over it. <laughs> well, listen... Harry Potter to me is what Star Wars is to you, Jim. Okay. Yeah. I set the standards so high, knowing full and well that it's probably not going to live up to them. And I have to accept that with this movie. I'm super excited to see it. I think it's going to be a fun time just from the trailers. If they do in the trailers, like they did with the trailers of the Batman, mm-hmm. I will be blown away. Cause so much of the Batman in the trailers was like the first 15 minutes of a 30 minute long movie. And so I understand just with the flow of that trailer, that's not how it's going to be. But God, I'm so excited for this movie. Going to go see it tomorrow. You guys are hearing this on Thursday. Releases on Friday. I will be seeing this movie release night. And I'm very excited. Joe, I know you're not the biggest, you know, Harry Potter fan in the room. That title probably belongs to me. Are you excited to go see uh, Fantastic Beasts 3? Absolutely. I really am. I, uh, the trailers look great. Yeah. They look really great. Yeah. I, I know there's <clears throat> there's been a few people who have seen it already and um I'm seeing a lot of things where people are saying this is 
definitely the best out of the three because uh, a lot of critics, you know, pooped on the second one. And I've seen yes. a few of those people who say, hey, Deserved. This, this movie brought it back where it needed to be. Uh, and I think we may have mentioned in a previous episode, but somebody, one critic said that this feels too much like Harry Potter to me. <laughs> and now, and I don't know if like Fantastic Beast, I was like, that's okay. Well, uh, I'll, I'll take that. So no, I, I, I really like Jude Law. Yeah. As young Dumbledore. I, the whole dynamic with him and his brother. <clears throat> Aberforth. Yeah. I like, do like that they're introducing his character in this movie. Yeah. And I want, I want to dig deeper into that. Yeah. Um, and I did. I really like Mickelson. Yeah. Mads, like, honestly, I think he would have been a great 1A yeah. choice just to play him from the beginning. I, I liked Johnny Depp. Sure. Playing him. And, and that's a whole another conversation. But if you're going to replace him. That's the guy to replace him. Mickelson's. Is yeah. The dude. Yeah. Dr. J, thoughts? Going to go see it this weekend? Do you care? So I do care. <laughs> um, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to see it or not because sure. uh, out of the people in this room, I am the definitely the lowest on the Harry Potter fandom. Um, I, me and my girlfriend, Amelia, we like she she had seen them before and we were talking back and forth. She's like, yeah, you really have to see them. We'll, we'll, we'll watch them. We'll make like a little series. Um, I got her to watch all of the Star Wars movies. Um, from one to nine, but nice. we did it in um, order of release. Oh, nice! And yeah. so we did four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Uh, we didn't watch the uh, like Rogue One or Solo or stuff. We sure. May or may not get to those at some point. Um, but so um, we were trying to do the same thing with Harry Potter, and I, I got to tell you what um, those. If you're coming into it as somebody who has not, I mean, I grew up in a household that like Harry Potter was of the devil. Sure, sure. And even whenever I told my parents as a, at the time, a 20 year old man, I was like, yeah, we're going to go watch Harry Potter. Uh, they were like, wait, what are you doing? I'm like, sorry, what? <laughs> you're, you're doing what? <laughs> I was like, yes, we're going to watch it. And like, then my parents FaceTimed my sister and they were like, oh no, your brother's going to watch Harry Potter. Started like, like travailing for you. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, who cares? Just put him on the prayer chain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, they don't actually care. They're just being dramatic about it. And <laughs> so, or maybe they do actually care. Who knows? Who knows? Love you, Jeff. Shout out. Shout out, Jeff. Shout out. But, um, so we, we went on this journey. We were going to go through all the Harry Potter movies and going, like comparing it to any type of content that you can absorb today, something that you didn't grow up on. Getting through those first two movies is very, very tough. See, and that's what's so funny to me because as someone who read all the books and was like attached to the series as the books were coming out, let alone the movies, yeah, I like the first two movies do hold a very special place in my heart, right? But I do not disagree with you whatsoever. Like, they do not hold up. (laughs) Like, let I mean, let's be real, the second movie is actually. Like garbage. Not like me. Is, not Hermione. You. Like so, he's fighting the basilisk or whatever. Yeah. And so he gets down there and he's like, 
oh no, there's a basilisk. <laughs> and so randomly, this stupid phoenix that you see for two not seconds random. early in the movie. It is random. No, it's not. <laughs> the stupid phoenix you see for two seconds early in the movie no. flies down and no, gives, him a, no. gives him a sword or like cuts out the basilisk Remember eye. Remember when Dumbledore said, help will be found to those <laughs> who need it. And he gives him the hat. It which is, is the, the, and here's the problem. Is, it is the biggest plot so, crutch. Like, no! Crutch no, no. ever. So, so, yes, it is a plot device. The Phoenix 100%. <laughs> but the hat is the hat of Godric Gryffindor, <laughs> which they pull the sword of the Gryffindor out of. But you don't know that because they don't tell you that in the movies. Yeah, so it's a terrible movie. <laughs> However, I will say, though, Chamber of Secrets has one of the, hands down, the best casting decisions and Kenneth Branagh being Gilderoy, Gilderoy Lockhart. Like, when you talk about taking a character off of the pages of the book and putting it on the screen, perfection. They must Absolute have cast perfection. Jesus as that phoenix, because that phoenix <laughs> came back three times just to save Harry Potter from being useless. Why is Harry Potter... It's literally named after him. Why is he the most useless wizard? He is. No, he genuinely is. I mean, Hermione is the real hero. So much more than he does. I think think I just found our our clip out for uh, this movie. (laughs) I don't think... Harry Potter would disagree with your statement on the Phoenix. Most the, the icing on the cake is like, okay, this Phoenix flew in twice. One time it came and scratched the eyes. The next time it flew, dropped a hat with a sword in it. Yeah, sure, I can buy that. But the icing on the cake was this year after the he, after the Phoenix leaves, and then Harry Potter fights the Basilisk. It bites him or scratches him. I, I couldn't care he less. Plunges it in him, and he gets bit while he's yeah. plunging into the head. And, and so he's sitting there with, and he's sitting there, and he's like. Oh no, the basilisk, it must be poison because basilisk teeth are poisonous or whatever. And so it's, he has that terrible of a British accent. I know Daniel Wait, no, Radcliffe is British. Actually, I know he is. He just sounds stupid. So he's sitting there. He's like, I guess I'm going to die now. And the stupid phoenix comes a third time out of nowhere to come and cry on this guy and then go away. It's like, this is the, oh, okay. So there are the fan dumbest writing I've ever seen in my entire life. The, it's a children's book. Anyway, there are fan theories which jk rowling yes she has come out and said narnia is not children's book however i think that jk rowling's tweets are not canon and they are wrong most of the time nowadays anyways but there is a theory that fox is actually dumbledore's horcrux because he understands voldemort's relationship with nagini a little bit too well and nagini ended up being one of voldemort's horcruxes so they're thinking that whenever uh dumbledore accidentally killed his sister, the grief that he was feeling by killing his sister, either directly with the spell or indirectly through his inaction to fight Grindelwald, he had enough depression and like guilt on his hands to create a Horcrux and made Fox's Horcrux. And I love the idea of it. I genuinely do. So with all that being Sorry. said, <laughs> yeah. to, to answer your question, I'll see it if it's a good movie, but if Fair. I hear that it's garbage Fair. from people, I'm not going to waste an hour of sleep. Not like trading over the fact that I didn't watch this movie. Yeah. Because you need a good story. 
I need a good story. And the first, I saw the That's first going like, on a t-shirt. three movies. And yeah. the third movie is better than the first two, for sure. I agree. Um, it's, it's probably my favorite movie. I'll tell you what. If you get us up over 200 followers on Instagram, folks. Uh, we'll put a shirt out. We'll put, we'll put a Jansen, Dr. J shirt out. Yeah. I just want a good story. So Dr. J. Story. We got a few minutes left in the segment. Yeah. I think we need to look to you. Yeah. What are you hoping for in this movie? Okay, so one of the problems that I have with Crimes of Grindelwald is it falls into a Order of Phoenix problem for me. And so Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix is the fifth book, fifth movie. And to me, it is just Harry Potter and the Order of Exposition. Like, it is such a expository heavy, like, we are bridging a gap between this moment and we are going hot and heavy into the fight between Voldemort and everything. And we are using this book to build that entire bridge. Yeah. And that's what Crimes of Grindelwald felt like to me. It's like, it's just so much. Like, we're introducing so many things, introducing so many plot devices, blah, blah, blah. And then you end with this huge reveal that allegedly he's Aurelius, that Credence is Aurelius Dumbledore. And then this phoenix, you know, spawns behind him that he's been, like, kind of caring for throughout the entire movie. And there is nothing in Harry Potter canon Stupid that would phoenix. even, like, suggest <laughs> that Albus Dumbledore has another brother. Like, you have Airbeforth, you have Ariana, and you have Albus. Those are the three characters. Those are the three Dumbledore siblings. And now we're saying, like, there's a random character that is another Dumbledore sibling that Dumbledore doesn't tell Harry about. And I know that seems random. However, in the last book slash movie, when they're at King's Cross Station, Dumbledore comes completely clean about everything going on because he's been such a manipulator trying to get his stuff done in the background giving as much information as he needs to give and never more than that. And this isn't brought up then either. So it's like, who is this guy? Like, I want to know who this guy is. Like, I want, like, I don't want him to be a Dumbledore. I have theories of what he is. And I, you know, I'm interested to see if they're true. Again, I want them to be true because I want to be right. Um, Fair. Like, yeah, there's, fair. there's ideas that Aurelius is actually the personification of Dumbledore's own Obscurus. Um, because you, you see that Credence is an Obscurus. He has, you know, that like dark misty form. And so there's a theory that after Ariana was killed, Dumbledore tried to suppress his magic because he realized that he could be too powerful, wanted to remove that, realized that he couldn't. So he removed this like dark mask growing inside of him and it became Aurelius Dumbledore, Credence, you know, whatever his name is. I don't know. I don't care. What I want to see out of this movie though is just fix the issues from Crimes of Grindelwald of which there were plenty. I love the character of Jacob. I really want him to be a wizard. Like in the trailer so far, you see Newt handing him a wand and him using the wand a little bit. Don't know if it's like preloaded with magic because that's just the kind of stuff that Dumbledore can do. And he's trying to make him look like a wizard to fit in. But he sees Hogwarts. Like he obviously is interacting with students at Hogwarts in the, in the, uh, in the trailer. And there are wards on Hogwarts to where you can't see it if you're not at least a squib. Uh, I was about to say, they got him in there somehow. Yeah, so it's like he at least has some magical blood or Dumbledore removed all of those things specifically for Jacob. And it just, I like the idea of Jacob being a muggle. I also like the idea of him being a wizard. Whatever way they go with him, I'll be happy with because he's such a vibe. He just wants to bake his baked goods and get with Queenie. And you know, respect, respect. Well, question for in somebody. In order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Question from somebody who has absolutely no idea what he's talking about. Sure. Um, 
so if you have to have like the special wizard blood, yeah, like you have to be type O negative or whatever to right. see Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. How does Hermione fit in? Because aren't both of her parents like just dudes? Yes, well, a, I'm assuming a dude and a girl. Not but, dudes. They're both Muggles. Is the word you're looking for? Yeah, um, yeah. But she is in herself magical, <laughs> and how so does that work. They honestly don't ever explain how that happens. Like, oh, it's, it's just like. Oh, it's in the plot. Yeah, it's a thing that happens that, you know, there are some people that are like somewhere in her family history. There is a witch. I could not tell you how far back it goes, but both of her parents are muggles. But somewhere in her family tree, there is a witch that Mm. introduced magical blood, a witch or wizard that introduced magical blood in the line. And it started just to reappear in her. That is one mad putnant square that you had to fill out. Oh, yeah. That's kind of like I'm six foot one, but both my parents are like under five foot. Yeah, it's like somewhere down the line. There's but somebody my grandfather's six three, so fair, yeah. fair, fair, fair. So there's a witch somewhere. Um, but yeah, so you have to be magical to see Hogwarts, and so it's like either a Dumbledore remove the wards for Jacob specifically, which would be a boss move on Dumbledore's end, or b Jacob is magical. Again, not upset either way. Um, yeah, I, man, I just want this to be a fun movie. Like, the Harry Potter movies are just fun watches. Like, yes, they go dark three and on. But it's like we don't have an established canon of what's going on with Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Like, we had seven books of Harry Potter to go off of. So there's obviously, like, a path that they needed to go down. Mm -hmm. However, that's one of the problems. That's one of the corners that uh, Fantastic Beasts paints itself into is there's already an established canon. And Crimes of Grindelwald were introduced to Professor McGonagall who I don't think should be born yet, or if she is, she's definitely not old enough to be a teacher at Hogwarts at this point. Wouldn't so be, wouldn't it be cool if we saw how her is she there in the school? Like if she was just a kid, like just a- well, no, no, no. So you see her in Crimes of Grindelwald as a teacher. Oh, do like, you really? Yeah, like Dumbledore addresses Professor McGonagall. I miss that. But the problem is, is again with her established canon, neither one of her parents should be Professor McGonagall either. So it's not like it's a distant relative of hers. Like that has to be Minerva McGonagall from Harry Potter. So like it would be pretty dope if Dumbledore knew that he couldn't do this on his own and like, you know, use the time turner to send her back in the past like he did with Hermione yeah. and uh, uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, you know, to fix the problem with Sirius. So it's like there are things that are possible that make so much sense within the world of Harry Potter. But after Crimes of Grindelwald, where they just ignored things that have been set up by the world of Harry Potter, I'm cautiously optimistic going into this movie. Right, because you can you can fly a car around, you can like wave yeah. your wand, but as soon as you get a continuity error, you're out. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's like that's where I draw the unrealistic line. Like you enchanted a car to fly. Cool. Yeah, Dope. I'm with you. That makes sense. You got a giant snake living in the castle that nobody really right. knows about. Sure, why not? It's a big castle. There's a lot of stairs. Yeah. The stairs move around every day. Of course the snake can hide. But you put Minerva McGonagall as a teacher when she's probably not even born yet, we're going to have problems. Yeah, you get like... You better explain that. Yeah, you like, get like you 10 years that. off of the span of where this should fall. I am out of here. Yeah, it's like... Storming out of the I need an explanation in this movie for Minerva McGonagall's existence yeah. in this movie. I'm with it. So. So you're excited. I'm very excited. I'm so excited. Cause like, I am too. Again, I think Harry Potter fans like at my age that grew up with it and around it are falling into the style of Star Wars fandom where we love 
this IP. We love Harry Potter. But man, we just want it to love us back. You know, <laughs> like we just want to know that they care about us too. <laughs> I know what you're doing and I'm not going to fall for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know what you're talking about. So, All I'm saying is Harry Potter fans are now falling into the same trap as Star Wars fans of the more Star Wars content that comes out, mm-hmm. the more upset Star Wars fans get. Mm-hmm. And the more Harry Potter content that comes out, the more upset Harry Potter fans get. Because mm-hmm. it's just falling away from like the heartbeat of the OG stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Little. Still not falling for it. <laughs> you know, another person that's in um, that's in Fantastic Beasts is uh, Ezra Miller. Yes. Uh, that's Uh-oh. an interesting cast choice. Yeah. Um, but Ezra Miller is also in the upcoming Flash movie that was supposed to premiere in 2019, but it never did. Um, and then every, we all know that Flash resides in uh, the DC universe. Yes. Uh, and also, side note, um, the Batman releases on HBO in a week, in oh, seven goodness. days from today. So next Monday, Maybe. this will come out on Thursday, so it should be the upcoming Monday that so. follows. So you'll uh, finally be able two, to see the Batman. Yeah, two finally weeks from now, I'll be giving s- my official review on the Batman. <laughs> Your first-person view review of but, the Batman. What what I find is is interesting about this is the fact that it's so yeah we're dealing with the Batman and but we we don't really get much about about the Justice League and as you learned from last week's episode, a new member of the Justice League is now from Joe himself, Chewbacca, <laughs> and. Wait, that just leads us straight into the next segment. We're going to take some of your questions from the Chewbacca cup. Dude, you just reminded me that I did not stretch this morning. I I feel like that's like a Charlie horse in the back. Because that was a stretch. (laughs) Woo. Wow. I went on a journey there. And guess what, folks? We still don't have music for this. (laughs) No, see, the problem with music for something like this is obviously we want to do something kind of Star Wars like. But uh, we'd get copyright strike so fast, like we're getting. I'm just canceled. gonna find. I'm just gonna find some uh, some bluegrass music, and that's just we're just gonna do that. Bro, I go. got you. Uh, uh, shout out uh, to the Hardin Valley Thunder. That is Pellissippi <laughs> State's bluegrass ensemble <laughs> that I am a part of. Um, we're just gonna call this episode "Shout Out." Shout out because <laughs> we've shouted out a few uh, people. April twenty first at seven p.m. in the Clayton Performing Arts Center of. Pellissippi State Community College. Um, if you want to see a free bluegrass show that consists of like, I don't know, 10, 15 like songs, I'm leading like three or four of them. Nice. Another person's leading like three or four, and then another person's leading like one or two or something like that. A lot of instrumentals, some really, really talented musicians. Uh, come on out. If we're shouting out shows, uh, my wife owns Pursuit School Dance here in Knoxville, Tennessee. We have our Alice in Wonderland production coming up May 21st. Get your tickets. It's going to be an awesome time, awesome show. And I will be playing on the worship team for both <laughs> uh, both services this Easter. <laughs> on Easter. Easter. Me too. Uh, At Hope Unlimited Church. Hope Unlimited Church. Uh, and I, I, <laughs> what are the times? 930 and... 930, 1115. 1115. Shout out. Uh, come visit. <laughs> get an autograph or something. Now, are you going to sign it as Joe Rains from the worship team or Joe Rains from 1-900-Nerdy-Talk? You know what, man? I just, I'm so happy to talk to people about the podcast and nerd stuff. I will sign it whatever you want. Fair. And, yeah, anyway. So, 
We pulled from the cup. Um, insert generic royalty-free licensing-free music here. Yeah. It's, it's, it's cup nice. time. It's okay. cup time. Yes. We have enough musicians sitting in this room to where we should just be able to make I'll do, I'll a do song you, for this. I'll do you one better. We have enough instruments in this room. Currently, yeah. To currently record whatever we want. Yeah. Uh, but I'm tired. All so right. I've thought about making my own theme song for this. So maybe I'll do that. I'll get on Logic Ooh, Pro and we go. make a theme song for it. Just Dr. To, J, like a really big score. Like, yeah. 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 All right, Joe, kick us off. First cup topic. So first cup topic. How do we want to do this? Do we want to just answer our own own question or am I proposing this to? I, so I'll tell you what, from mine, because mine is a, it's a versus question. Okay. Mm, interesting. So we got to be careful on time. So. You'll each, we'll do this kind of like we did Harry Me Potter and, okay, yep. and Lord of the Rings. Uh, so you'll each get two minutes uh, to give your point. Okay. And 30 seconds, roughly. Right. Yes. To, uh, I'll honor time. I to, will honor To time. counter it. All yeah. right. So He's Dr. J, not Joey. So you assign who's I'm, arguing I'm going to assign oh, who's man. who. So we're, go, we're going into this blind. We don't know these cup topics. Yeah. Uh, for this topic, this is the Battle of the Billionaires. Okay. Mm. Kind of. Kind of. We've got Iron Man. <sighs> Brando. Yep. And then Batman. Gotcha. Jansen. Who's opening? Uh, Well, you know what? Since you, you won the chicken sandwich, Jansen, why don't you open for us? Yeah. Quick question. I want to establish a parameter. Uh, prep time or no prep time? No prep time. Go okay, for cool. it. Go for it. Cool. ADHD brain. All right. Yeah. So no, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Like what I mean is, I want to establish this now. <laughs> Are we giving Batman prep time, or is this they meet on the street and uh, brawl? Okay, doesn't matter. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Added in part of your argument. Okay, let's uh, uh, Batman versus Superman rules. Something happens. Batman. Has, so Batman has prep time, and vice versa. Iron Man. Okay. Bat- okay. Cool, Batman's cool, cool. caused damage. Iron Man has had time. Great. Though. Great. And the man, go. the myth, the legend, the bat, man. Vengeance. Vengeance himself. How do you not beat him? It's This is a man who is a master of all sorts of martial arts across the world. Not only does he have the resources behind him, but he has the physical skill to where there is no one that can beat him. It doesn't matter that he's a human. He can still sit among the council of literal titans he can sit at the same table as Superman himself and hold his own. He can sit at the table of Wonder Woman. He can sit at the table of the fastest man alive, Barry Allen or Wally West. Doesn't matter which version you're looking at. This is Batman. He is a man of the night. He is strong. He has a will. He has a heart. His parents were murdered in front of him. That really does something, and he still can wake up every day. He can brush his hair, he can brush his teeth, and he can go to work pretending to be a billionaire and living a in the, as part of the 1% of the population. And that's a struggle. That really is. I mean, he falls in a higher tax bracket than I do, and that's a hard thing for him, you know? <laughs> so this guy, he's really dealing with a lot in life. But... He's got the gadgets. What If he comes up against anybody, he's planned this out. He's already foresaw every single possible solution that could have happened, and he's planned for it. He is someone that you can't sneak up on. He is the sneaking up on 
person. That is what he does. So, yeah, you can have Batman. You can have, yeah, sure, he doesn't have repulsors coming out of his hands. If he needed them, he would have them. He doesn't need them. He doesn't have them. This is Batman we're talking about. He's not someone playing dress up. This is Batman. Well done. I think that was roughly two minutes. Yeah. You started the timer a little bit late. (coughs) I did. All right, so tell me a little bit about Iron Man. So, name a more iconic line in the past 20 years of superhero films than I am Iron Man. It launched the MCU and it also ended a 20-year, a 10-year, 20-movie saga. Iconic Iron Man. Okay, yes, he is a billionaire, sure. But does he hide behind the mask of Iron Man? No. He embraces his role as the hero. He embraces his role as a protector of not just Earth, but the universe, and also the multiverse, okay? We are talking about a man who is one of the smartest people on the face of the planet. Reed Richards, the smartest person on the face of the planet, has acknowledged the smarts of uh, Tony Stark on more than one occasion. He's a futurist, meaning he is already planning now for encounters that have not happened yet. Will they ever happen? Who knows? He has a army of Iron Man bots that he can pull on if he needs help. He's stuck in the middle of a situation that he may have the underhand on. It's fine. He'll just use uh, old Jarvis to summon you know another 20 Iron Man suits that he can come. We talk about gadgets. Yes, he's got the repulsors. He doesn't have them on a belt. They seem nearly limitless. Have we ever seen Iron Man run out of batarangs? No, we haven't. We've not seen that. Oh, yes. Batman pulls out some big thing. Let's just get the Hulkbuster thing and just shut it down. Okay? We have the Hulkbuster. I mean, there are plenty of different Iron Man movies, uh, comics, series, TV shows. You have not just the repulsors in the hands. You have his rocket system that just juts out and shoots out thousands of rockets. He is a weapons expert. That's where he got his money from. He knows how to create the things to destroy the enemy that he needs to destroy. And if it's Batman, it's Batman. Yeah. All right. 30 second counter, Jansen. 30 second counter. Okay. So you said the most iconic line. I think that's really funny because um, I, I wouldn't say that I am Iron Man is the most iconic line whenever you have Batman who literally said, Martha, Martha, <laughs> where did you learn that name? Martha. That's more iconic. What can I say? Wow. <laughs> I feel like I misunderstood the assignment. Was I supposed to be Batman? <laughs> he wasted the whole 30 seconds to make a joke. On one hand, I appreciate that. It's a bold choice, guys. I appreciate that and uh, I acknowledge that. Can I have another 15 seconds? <laughs> Mr. I respect <laughs> I'll give him 15 I seconds. It. I don't need it. I don't need to get... Okay. Is it my turn to do a... To a What's happening? Do my counter argument? Well, what? typically you have your opening and then you have your counter... Well, not a counter argument. You have your We said opening. that was your counter argument. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not... So you have your opening, right. your counter argument, and then you have... There's like another set that then you do uh, a cross-examination. Uh, that's that's kind of what... That's kind of what... This is the, the cross-examination. The 30 seconds is a cross-examination. That was a counter argument. Oh. I'll tell you what. Or whatever. I've seen like 
four debates, so I don't actually know all the <laughs> lingo talk. But there's definitely something that comes after the 30-second. Wait, 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 wait. That was my rebuttal, the 30-second rebuttal. And oh, then you have your right, cross-examination. Right, right. All right. We or did establish something. the rules of okay. two minutes and then 30 seconds. Just because you made me laugh. <laughs> Cross-examination, 30 seconds. And oh, I get 30 seconds oh my, for this. 15. I, listen, I appeal the court. Uh, 20. How about... All right. 20. Minutes. How about next time we do the debate right and we go full regalia? That is a Django Unchained quote, and I'm disappointed that neither of you guys recognize I'm that I'm so quote. sorry. Uh, I do. We for him, <laughs> For him downing our smarts back down to 15 seconds. <laughs> I I we, want I want to go further on that <laughs> that quote, but I'm I'm not. We we don't have to. Um, we should do. I don't even remember his a, argument now to rebuttal against. Rebuttal. <laughs> Rebute. This since this is a a snippet version, we don't have to do the full cross examination. We can let him do his rebuttal and call that and call that a day. Fair, but. Next time we do a versus, we're we should do, do a whole do thing. a whole thing and get the order right. I'll actually watch yeah, a we'll fifth debate thing, so <laughs> then I'll I'll be an expert at that point. Oh, okay. Oh. So, uh, Brando, <laughs> thirty seconds. So you bring up that Batman sits on you know a council among literal gods. Well, so does Iron Man. We have Thor, the god of thunder. Okay, we have Professor Xavier. Hardly who, more. Oh my gosh. Anyways, yeah, so the whole idea of him sitting on a council, so does Iron Man. And all I have to say is Batman's been defeated before. Iron Man can handle it, no problem. Iron He's got dead. more. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> I'm going to take five seconds. Iron Man has defeated much harder foes than Batman. Take care of it, no problem. <laughs> okay. That was exciting. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Among other things. but uh, That was something is what that was. That was something. Uh, <laughs> Brother, you really said that Batman's been defeated when Iron Man's literally dead right now. <laughs> Batman's died before, too. He's not dead currently. <laughs> it depends on who you're asking, if we're being honest. There. He's dead inside. Robert Pattinson's Batman may not be dead, but there's a comic None that's coming out where Bruce is just died, if I remember right. Interesting. Tell you. Uh, so, a couple memorable quotes. I am Iron Man, obviously. Yeah. Um, he's the sneaking on, sneaking up on person. <laughs> yep. From Jansen. Mm-hmm. Great points about uh, sitting shoulder to shoulder with with gods and and powerful beings and all that good stuff and not intimidated by the powerful. But I really liked the fact that he doesn't that Iron Man doesn't hide behind the mask. And I think I have to agree with you that the, his tech is just better tech. I think it's just better tech. So I think I think Iron Man gets the gets the dub. Did it come in dead last? I got a debate W today. Yeah, I'll it's give it my to him. day. It's just legitimately at one point I was like, does he know that he's arguing for Batman? <laughs> you said <laughs> But what about the iconic line, Martha? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. (laughs) I had to do it. Brando. I don't know that I understand this question, but it is, what comic book character would make the best deconstructionist? Jeez. 
Like, are we talking about theological deconstruction? Yeah. Like what my other podcast, All yeah. Things Are Considered, is based around? Okay, yep. so what? I'll, I'll take it a step further. Who would? What comic book character would be the best guest on your show? Oh, on my show? All as Things Reconsidered. Oh, man. Um, if I could have a character from the MCU on my show, I think... Is it, M- is it MCU? Or is it anybody? It just oh, just, it just says it's a comic book character, doesn't it? Oh, man, that's rough. I mean, I'm sure that someone will tell me that there's a much better character for this. But I think I'm going to go with, and I know it doesn't have to be exclusive to Marvel, but I think I'm going to go with Professor X. Mm. Brilliant mind, also a telepath, though. Yeah, He could read your guys' mind and figure out how much stuff you're BSing. Exactly. So, like, he could definitely call me out on the nonsense that I say. But also, I think it could be very interesting to have someone that can literally read minds, give their perspective of the trials that people walking through faith go through but refuse to acknowledge, which is kind of what our podcast is about, is asking the questions that nobody wants to actually ask. And so... I think Professor X could kind of give us a good insight as to, no, everybody's asking these same questions and it's okay to ask those questions. And so I think he'd make a good one, help lead you through something like deconstruction and two, just a good guest to have on a podcast like that. Interesting. Joe, you got anything? I got one. Yeah. I think Mr. Manhattan Mm. uh, from the Watchmen would be interesting. Interesting. I mean, he's, he's literally, he's all time, all space, all matter. Yeah. At every moment. So, Whatever question, if you're if you're questioning the Old Testament and what they meant by that, he literally is, he was there. He's sitting at the Old Testament and going, "Oh, I'll ask him." Yeah, he's like, <laughs> "One second, here's your answer." <laughs> oh, you you were just talking about that just that tree right there. That wasn't you weren't talking about America. Okay, cool. Got it. Cool. cool. <laughs> so Revelation sure. isn't about Apache helicopters. Okay. No, not at all. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Interesting. Interesting. Cool. Interesting. You sure? Yeah. No. Yeah, I think I would really like to see you guys interview Thor on your... That'd be dope. And a god? Yeah, because it's like, now how are you going to say Jesus is real if you have a literal god <laughs> just sitting there talking to you? Baby G. Baby G. Yeah. I mean, we could get into, like, with Zeus. I mean, like, Zeus is a new god in DC. Yeah. So it's like, we could just have a literal pantheon god. Yeah, on note. the show. So and, yeah, let's see if you're still Christians after this. <laughs> yeah. Literal God with you. Uh, side note: This is so random, but this made me think. Have, you, have either of y'all watched the show Supernatural ever? I watched one episode of Supernatural because Blake asked me to, and it was the Scooby Doo episode. Great episode. It's a great episode. Great episode. I, I and it, here's the problem: It didn't make me want to watch Supernatural right, because right. that's not the show. No, it's it's super cheesy, it, but it, it's a guilty pleasure. Sure. And but there is an episode where they are so Lucifer's been been released. Yeah. And they're trying to stop him, obviously, and they're trying to figure out what to do. Well, they end up at this hotel in the middle of nowhere. And what they don't realize is all these different little gods are there <laughs> okay. from every religion you can think of. Sure. They're all there. But the best part is, is like anytime like Jehovah God is, is referenced, they're like, he gets all the cool stuff. Like that dude, <laughs> they're just all friends, like, God, he, he always gets all the glory. Like, <laughs> so when you're talking about having Thor on the show, that made me think of that, that scene. Yeah. Like imagine I'd be like, so, uh, is just well, yeah, he's real. I mean, like he got this. Like, he has a whole has a whole Bible about him. Okay, like <laughs> great. Yeah, Jesus. But we you, all love Jesus. But does he have a hammer? Didn't think so. 
Yeah, bet, he died for our sins. Bet you I cannot Whoa. drink him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just super bitter about it. Fair. But can can, can <laughs> bring back a phoenix? Huh? <laughs> Stupid phoenix. <laughs> Oh, Dr. Man. J, close us out with the last question. Yeah. Okay, this just in. We're doing so good on time, guys. The Avengers are a jazz band. Who's oh. rocking what? Oh, man. Are we talking like classic style jazz band, like upright bass or like electric oh, bass? Yeah. Um, I guess you could probably, you could bring in like fusion jazz into okay, it as cool, well. Cool. Um, Depends oh, on man. however you want to look at it. You just have to argue it. This, okay, let's set instrumentation. Like... Let's establish some instruments that we're all going to kind of run off. Obviously, we got drums. Instruments. You got to have drums. You got to have piano. Yeah. Drums, piano, and some form of bass, obviously. And then are we doing like a winds section, like a trumpet or trombone or something? Trumpet and saxophone. Trumpet and sax. Need to be there. Yep. And then. For Miles Davis and John Coltrane. And you're going to have to have at least one rhythm guitar, right? Um, Depends on the era more recent stuff you could definitely do an electric guitar okay so we'll just do we'll just do one guitar yeah yeah you could do some acoustic guitar if you i think electric kind of fits better the vibe that we're going with what we want to vibe in the in the 40s well jay your question uh kick it off (laughs) my question cut off no kick it off oh kick it off all right um so I've and met we said a lot. MCU characters, uh, just, or just it just says the Avengers are oh, now the a Aveng- jazz band. Okay, the Avengers. Okay, oh, so it has to be an that, Avenger. Okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. Gotcha. So, um, I think definitely. So I, I've met a lot of jazz pianists in my day because I'm in the school of music at UT, and there's a lot of nerds there, and a lot of them are jazz pianists, and they make some really meticulous people. It's like the way their brain functions is is different. And I think that just really reflects vision. I think vision could 100% sure. tickle the ivories. I was thinking the same thing, honestly. Yeah. It's meticulous. He he would be there. He wouldn't get lost in all of it. He's, he's right he there. He will walking. remain in the pocket yeah. regardless of what everybody else is doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. All right. Do we want to build this as a team? Ooh. Oh, I like this idea. Yeah, this is a jazz so you, band. Okay, okay, okay. So you, you said Sorry, I piano. thought you were going to do the whole, like, I thought you were going to, like, give oh, your whole Oh, no, list. let's build no. this as a team. Okay, I'm digging sure. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Piano's cool. vision. All right. Yeah. Um, really, man. we could just go through all the Avengers and assign them an instrument. I know. I'm trying to think of what makes the most sense, though. I, I've got trumpet. Uh, yeah, trumpet's trumpet, easy. It's got to be Cap. Captain America. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Rocking the bugle back in his day. Yeah. Like, he yeah. is still. Um... Man, let's see here. Avengers. I feel like Spider-Man could give us some fun stuff on the base. Either electric or upright. I think like, because you got to think. He's kind of small for an upright. A little small for an upright. So he'd probably be going with more of an electric base. But he's got that finger dexterity from the web slingers. And so Mm. I feel like, you know, with that Brooklyn, that Brooklyn jazz, you know, Kid from the streets. I could see him being in a street band. Like, so I'm thinking either in yeah, this is up for debate. I'm thinking either bass or drums for Spider Man. Oh, uh, see, I was gonna say drums for Spider Man. See, <laughs> see I think that I could also see drums. Another person that I could see behind the drums would be Hulk because it just reminds me of Animal from the Muppets. 
and I think he would kill it. I think he would do great. I love the Hulk. I don't think he needs to be anywhere near this situation. Okay, so then what would Bruce Banner rock? Wait, see, Bruce Banner can play drums. I have an instrument for the Hulk, actually. Okay, I think he needs to be on the saxophone. Oh, I would love to. That see would have that. to be a ginormous saxophone. It's the I biggest wanna, sax. I want to see that ax. That saxophone. Saxophone. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I could see that too. What? Uh, also, right, so maybe Tony Stark on a saxophone. Let's too move Spider Man to drums. Okay. I think we kind of, we're kind of saying that Spider Man would vibe better on drums than bass, sure. which I can you know, like I said, it was a real coin toss for me. Um, yeah, I think I, I think I do like that pick better. Uh, Jay, um, I would really like to see. We have bass. And guitar left because Joe jumped up and yeah, took Hulk on sax. So we have bass and guitar. All right. Um, I think Black Panther would really rock the bass. That's fair. Mm. See, it's a, you it's a real one-two Spider-Man and Black Panther on drums and bass. Right. It's like you're, you're coming to because jazz as a genre itself grew up in um, in New Orleans. And New Orleans was a, was a melting pot of a lot of different um, cultures. And part of that culture is really influenced by like African American labor songs that right. are very um, uh, rhythm focused. And I think that that if we're going back into these um, African rhythm stuff, I think that Wakanda would be a really great place for someone yeah. to pick up that natural sense of just. I mean, you need rhythm if you're yeah, going to no, play the fair. bass. And I think that Black Panther could really rock it. I was just waiting for Jensen to go because he's black. <laughs> Which is what he said, just in a much longer, more politically correct way. Exactly. <laughs> All right. And I'm going to go Hawkeye on guitar. Because if you think for one second that dude's not sitting yeah. on his farm playing guitar, you know, when he's not doing Avenger things, he's sitting there with his bow, puts in some shooting practice, then he picks up a guitar and just sits there and just hits some just jazzy and licks, just playing. I can't think hmm. of his name, but the guy that plays Hawkeye is actually. Jimmy Renner? Yeah. He's actually a musician. Oh, is he really? Just yeah. perfect. Yeah. Pretty good singer, too, actually. Oh, wow. You know, I would also say, like, Black Widow would definitely yeah. be the lead vocalist. Oh, 100%. She's definitely She's even got, some, like, the jazz club vibe. Like, yeah, some Ella Fitzgerald vibes. Yeah. Like, she's 100%. Yeah. Gung leading that band. All right, so our sure. uh, Avengers band Digging is... This band. I'm seeing this band at concert. Spider-Man on drums, Vision on piano. We've got Black Panther on the bass. We've got Captain America on the trumpet, Hulk on the sax. Our guitarist is Hawkeye, and leading us out in the vocals is Natasha Romanoff, the Black Widow. Yeah. Make sure you get on our Instagram page and let us know who your ideal Avengers uh, jazz lineup would be. Word. Word. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to yet another week of 1900 Nerdy Talk. We're so glad that you joined us and we can't wait till you tune in next week as we talk all of your dirtiest, nerdiest needs on 1900 Nerdy Talk. In my mind, the Avengers are playing this song right now. Oh, yeah, 100%. You got some like oohs and ahs style of scatting from Black Widow happening? Yeah. Just as long as I've heard the song right now. And I mean, the vision playing a synth like that on piano just adds up yeah. it's probably built as part of it it's, yeah, exactly. he's, he's just probably opening like, his mouth he's like holding his nose and it's coming out of his ears yeah. or something yeah anyway and like that just like smooth tapping yeah. on the drums yeah and the Hulk is just frustrated because he's wanting to do a solo I didn't even get, 
I've not even heard that part. Let's turn up, turn up again. What's that little piano riff going on? Just fading up. Oh, it's like a a whirly. Yeah. Well, this is our cold close. Uh, Bye, guys.